We've got Dave on the line. Hi, Dave. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good, thanks. And yourself? Well, thank you. So we had a shock of our lives last week, right, with that data breach. And it seems like cybersecurity experts are saying the worst is still coming. Yeah, so essentially uh, Experian Credit Bureau um, basically gave away all of the data that they have. Mm. So um, the the technical term for what was done is called social engineering. Basically, mm. someone creates the impression in a company or in a person that works for the company that they're entitled to that information. So they sort of assume a, an identity that would be entitled to that information normally, and then they use that to steal something. So mm. in this case, it was personal details for up to, they say, around 24 million consumers and nearly 800,000 businesses. So uh, unfortunately, uh, I have the experience of having worked at a credit bureau, so I know exactly what sort of information they keep on hand. So this is like uh, every single account that you have with any credit provider that's uh, part of the national credit regulator, mm. um, your address, your employer, a whole bunch of information there. Now, the big problem with this data being out there, so they they say that they've recovered the data. So the, it took them, the breach was uh, in late May, somewhere between the 24th and the 27th, and they reckon that they, so they, they kept it secret. That took them about two months to figure it out. And then they kept it secret for another month, basically, because they were, uh, they were applying for a warrant that requires uh, the element of surprise, essentially. You don't have to tell the person you've applied for the warrant. And then they arrested the guy and seized the hard drive that they say has all the data on it. The problem is we don't know how far it's gone yet. And, and what if, could data, he have duplicated the information? Uh, so, yeah, it could have duplicated the information. I, I, I doubt that's the kind of thing that would have been a problem. The problem is if that information has been sold off. It's very, okay. it's very lucrative sort of information. I mean, you can use it to, he was planning on marketing or he or she, I'm not actually sure mm-hmm. the gender of the person, but uh, they could have used it to market, um, they were saying insurance and financial things that they wanted to use it. So, you know, people's information is very valuable in that way. The problem is, as a consumer, this is all the kind of information that someone would need to create a fake, um, to open an account in your name, let's say. So they could, they've got all of the information that would be required from a credit provider, essentially. Uh, all they would need, really, is a fake version of your ID, which, unfortunately, can be created to, you know, relatively easily uh, for fraudsters. And so, you know, if, if you are seeing any sort of weirdness on your bank account, I don't think, like, logging into your bank account is going to be a problem because there were no passwords attached to it. Mm. But the problem is there could be a lot of weird credit provider things. And if people are phoning you from places where you do have store credit and things like that and asking you for details, definitely rather phone them back. So go and Google the company that's phoning you. So if, for instance, one of the banks, uh, let's say Absol was to phone you about something, rather ask them for uh, ask them if you could call them back and what the case reference number is and then phone into their call center don't just give information out to people who phone you at least for the next probably 2 to 5 years okay got it and then what's the latest with vodacom uh so vodacom have won a court case against telcom uh, which could actually be very good for anyone who doesn't have fiber yet. Uh, so essentially, Telcom has all of these ducts and trenches and things uh, that they've used over time to roll out ADSL and copper telephone lines and things like that. And they weren't allowing Vodacom to use them in areas that had asked for Vodacom fiber, so uh, estates that had applied to Vodacom to get fiber. Um, this has been going on since 2015, I think. Um, and then there was a court case that started in 2017, and there's finally a judgment now. And we'll see if Telcom takes it to the uh, Court of Appeal. 
But for the moment, it looks like um, Vodacom and then essentially pretty much any provider will be able to put their fiber into Telcom's existing ducts. Mm. which basically would make it a lot easier for them to roll out fiber pretty much across the country because Telcom has these ducts almost everywhere. So it'll make it cheaper and faster, which is great because more people will get fiber, and that's exactly what we want. And that's great news for, for South African consumers, right? Yeah, that's super fantastic. My mom lives in one of those sort of rural areas that can get very few internet connections, yeah. and I'm trying to get her on fiber, and I really want this to happen. Okay, Dave, I hope this happens for your mom and for a lot of other South Africans who need it. Thank you so much, Dave. Hey, 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 Dave. Yeah. Um, let me just ask you one question. Hit it. Since the lockdown, you know, when you go to most places, restaurants, the shopping center, they normally take your temperature and take your details. Is this another opportunity for our information to be sold? Uh, you know, like, it's, if they're taking down anything that is a contact detail for you, so pretty much any time you're doing that, mm. I would just be wary on that. I mean, it can lead to, you know, there is legislation in place, especially since the Protection of Personal Information Act actually came into force on the 1st of July that would prevent a lot of people doing this. Uh, you know, the maximum penalty is 10 years in jail for the directors of a company and 10 million rand for the company itself for mm. not dealing correctly in information. But again, I, I'm always wary of giving out my contact details just from a spam point of view more than anything else. I mean, I would never give ID, ID numbers or mm. anything like that. Out, but always be careful with yeah. email addresses, especially because they're most often usernames and yeah. things like that that we yeah. do for, you know, all of our accounts online. You're freaking me out because I just got a I got a phone from my bank on my way here and they were asking me personal information about my account. Now I'm like scared. Uh, you're millions. And my yeah, millions. Yeah, problem. This is it's going to be this ongoing problem with this mm. uh, with yeah. this information breach. Yeah. Um, that it just it creates this seed of doubt in your brain all mm. the time. So, you know, like how legit is it? Someone, yeah. Yeah, it's it's never going to be legit enough. I mean, I've recently had fraud, and that was even before this on my yeah. account so like you know it's it's the world we live in you've got to be careful and uh, just double check everything don't take anything for granted especially in this world got you and then what's the tech word of the week uh tech word of the week this word uh this week is ampere mm-hmm. uh essentially it is the code name for the latest generation of graphics cards coming from nvidia we're gonna hear about them on september the 1st um, these are things that uh you put into well most people put into their gaming computers so more at the high end of the, uh, the spectrum when it comes to having uh, computer components. Uh, some of them cost up to about 25,000 rand. But for those of us nerds who do enjoy them, it's a good time of year. Thanks, Dave. Enjoy the rest of your day. You got to. Have fun. Be safe.